All right, welcome back to the podcast. We're going to get started this week talking about our spontaneous travels to Boston. And when I say spontaneous, I mean about two days before we got on the plane, we booked our flight. Which is very unlike us. I don't think we've ever done anything that spontaneous. And I've definitely never booked a flight out and got on that flight in less than 48 hours. It was a new experience for us, but I also can say that I don't think we've ever had an airport beer together. And this was our first airport beer. Honestly, you're not wrong. For as last minute as the trip itself was, we were on time for the airport for once. We had time to eat. I didn't even pack until the day of. That's which not is, surprising. Okay, but usually I'm the night before. I just stay up really late and Same. finish. But this time I was an hour before, not even. I got, I did my makeup in the car on the way to the that airport. And I've been doing that a lot lately. I just told you about that. I don't, I don't think I could do that. It's definitely a challenge, mm. but I look at it this way. If a car ride's going to be 30 minutes, that's a perfect amount of time. And I'm normally just going to sit there and waste it. That's true. So, like, might as well use the time efficiently and wisely. But anyway, so we did that. We made it to the airport with enough time to get an airport beer. And then we get rushed. They start doing last call for yeah. our flight. Early, because the last call for our flight, we still had 15 minutes before last call, which, I mean, I guess we were pushing it, but not really. No, I feel like that's pretty typical. Like, you still have your boarding time, but for some reason, they were rushing it, so all of a sudden, we're enjoying our time, and we hear on the announcement, last call. At least it wasn't our names. No, I would have been mortified. Yes. But, (laughs) so then, we get on, they rush us to get on. And they make us sit on the runway for 30 minutes. So, like, we weren't even ready. The plane was not ready to go. And we're like, what the hell? We could have finished our airport beer because we didn't finish it. Mm. And then, all of a sudden, we're sitting there for 30 minutes. And the plane starts start taxiing. That's what they call it. Ta- yeah. Taxiing on the runway. We're like, oh, cool. Like, maybe it's going to be our time shortly. All of a sudden, we're you know, they turn the corner and then usually they slowly start to go. Not our pilot. He freaking yeets us around the corner and we were like increasing speed around the corner and we look at each other and we're like, is there a speed limit on the runway for turns? Because this guy did not care. We were going way too fast. It was like me trying to get to work on time when I've already left late. Just not going to happen. And... Everyone on the plane was silent, was just asleep, minding their own business, didn't seem to be phased by what was happening. And me and you, I feel like the whole plane just heard us giggling because we were like, what's happening? Yeah, it was a wild takeoff. And then the turbulence was honestly so bad. And it felt like the guy was literally like the pilot was like, all right, well, we waited for 30 minutes. So I'm speeding now. (laughs) So like I was looking at you like, if there's a speed limit, he's passing it. I didn't mm-hmm. even ever, that thought has never crossed my mind on a plane. <laughs> that maybe there should be a speed limit. But with this pilot, I was thinking, I hope there's a speed limit because I think he's passing it. And then 
I look at you, I'm like, I feel like we're in manifest. Yeah. It I felt got, like that. It was so dark and gloomy outside and just. But you could see the clouds creepily. We, it was eerie vibes all around. And for some reason, I don't know if it's because it's a shorter flight or what the reasoning is. I've never been on a plane where the whole time you can see the ground clearly. Yes. It was like that on our way to Boston and on our way home. Yeah. I didn't notice necessarily when we were going to Boston, but on our way back, I'm like, why can I see? I noticed it the first time there, but I thought maybe it was because the weather or something, because it was a little rainy. I don't know. It was very weird vibes. I'm like, we're going to get there and they're going to be like, you've been missing for five years. Yeah. Welcome. <laughs> like That was what I was expecting when we got there. But on the positive side, on the way there and back, both flight attendants, different flight attendants, gave us extra snacks, they extra did. drinks. And both times, because it was the chips that we got more of, and the <laughs> flight attendant like sneakily like slid them over to us because we got really excited when we got the little bags of chips. Like, Who's hey. we? Me. <laughs> I got very excited with the little bags of chips. They, they were, were smaller than the average individual size packaging yes, I would say so, they were so but cute. it was so funny the way that they acted like they were committing like a crime <laughs> like, like under the table go. yeah here's an extra bag and then the one guy gave us the free like wine drink yeah that was i've never had that happen before and honestly good salesperson because the wine they had on the flight was delicious i would get that again i may he's not a salesperson for the wine though <laughs> it's true i don't know he's just a good guy yeah, that was interesting. Um, But anyway, so Boston was really cool. This was both of our first times going. And I kept saying this the whole time we were there, that it feels like a set of a movie. It did. Because everything is so kept up. You can tell how old everything is, but it's restored. So it feels yeah. not real. It's gorgeous. And then the grounds were all cobblestone, which we were not really... We weren't expecting. No. It ripped our feet apart. Yeah. I thought that wearing booties the first night would be okay. Never again. We were very wrong. How did the pilgrims do it? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Poor pilgrim. (laughs) I don't think it was the pilgrims at that point. But yeah, it was definitely not what we were expecting. And I did not know before we went that it's kind of hilly. That I didn't realize either. I guess I pictured it to be more flat and leveled but i guess it would make sense if they like paved the way back in the day (laughs) they wouldn't have leveled the surface i feel like they just could have like went at it with their bricks yeah i'm not really sure it's just not what i was expecting but it was cool that they still kept the theme of a lot of bars and restaurants to be yeah we went to a couple places we went to the oldest tavern in america could be incorrect. A lot of the information allegedly <laughs> we were hearing about like the history, we weren't really sure if it was I started making up our own history yeah, we as we went. started making up facts. <laughs> like anytime we saw like a harbor, we're like, Boston Tea Party? <laughs> okay. <laughs> we like, saw a light bulb, we're like, Ben Franklin made that? Like that's the original light bulb. Every cemetery we're like, is this person buried here? Yeah. <laughs> I think so. so. <laughs> yeah, but it's actually really cool there. And we got to go to Salem, which obviously you guys know how much we love Halloween. So it was a pretty big deal. It was a dream. It was I, a dream come true. I'm surprised I didn't cry because 
I loved it. We got to see some of the sets of Hocus Pocus. I, yeah, I thought when we first got there, we, there might be a a tear shed. I'm surprised there wasn't. But it was, there's, so Salem is kind of like a mini little, it's very much like the city, I would say. Yeah. But every single place there is themed like what you would expect in Salem. So Mm -hmm. like there's a bunch of crystal shops. There's a bunch of um, like psychics, tarot Mm -hmm. card readings, which we actually got our psychic reading we did i was was, nervous i know i was gonna say tarot card it was like a psychic reading but they used the cards they did which i'm glad because we almost paid for both yeah so and then made the smart choice there yeah so they use the tarot cards like do your psychic reading which i feel like you just have to do if you're there but mine was pretty accurate which kind of freaked me out and then you had a, not that great of an experience. After my experience, I was like, we need to leave the store immediately. Um, <laughs> you were like, I are you going to cry? <laughs> I think it's your fault. It was not my fault. So, okay, I'll preface it with this. Going into the experience, Haley and our friend Tracy were warning me. They were saying how you can't tell them your birthday. They might try to ask about your birthday and that'll give it away what your horoscope is and they'll play off that. So I was on the defense. I was like, I cannot tell this man any information. I cannot react to any bit of like any information that he tells me about myself. I just need to keep it neutral. So I gave no emotional reaction to anything he said to me at one point he goes he like flips the last card to read like a relationship reading and he was like oh big steps coming up moving in together or maybe and he dramatically paused a proposal (laughs) and I kept my face so straight I was like interesting (laughs) that was it so I don't think he I don't think he appreciated my lack of emotionally attachment to the reading what we were trying to say (laughs) was don't go off on a tangent and give them too much information because then they'll go off that not don't say yes or no to anything (laughs) like with with mine she would flip something flip like or like flip a couple more and say this is what this combination would mean to me does that fit into like something you know is going on in your life and I would either say yes or no and she's like okay that makes sense that makes sense and if she wanted more information she'd have me pick more cards about it and then like be like okay does this go with this or not and we were just doing that the whole time but like I was saying yes or no but I wasn't going okay yeah this fits into this situation his questions he asked me like where I worked. I where think your Brian session worked. was literally shorter than everyone else. It was significantly shorter. I think it was supposed to be fifteen minutes. And I think it was ten. And leaving was kind of awkward. I was like, "Oh, that's it. <laughs> Nothing happened. It was very anticlimactic yeah. for you." And then, meanwhile, though, Tracy had the same person, and she came out totally ready to cry like of happiness and like good times there was a a tissue box (laughs) right next (laughs) to my seat when I got in there she said she's like it was so amazing like it was really insightful and then you came out and you're like can we go yeah and I was like I need out of here I literally was like are you okay like I thought he told you something really (laughs) traumatic but really it was just nothing um so yeah that was our our tarot slash psychic reading experience which I think you just need to do it again, but like knowing that you can 
give a little and then I can share some of my life a little next time next time we're in Salem I want to go back so bad though because we were talking about going obviously for Halloween it's probably so packed but they actually have a lot of cute hotels down there too so cute and just everything is very like the pizza places like flying saucer pizza or like stuff like that it's just really cool and then on our way out we hit like a couple like outside like shops that were on the outside and they just have like cool stuff that i would just i could buy all year round days weeks there i know i know that was our favorite we'll go back um and also there we got free food too and i swear to you the churros that we got because we got we got a bunch of appetizers at um, a restaurant in Salem. It was at it was at the Hotel Salem or so Salem cute. Hotel, right on the main strip of Salem. Which that was the hotel that we saw, and we couldn't believe it because again, it's so many old buildings. And then like randomly, this was the funny thing about Boston too. It's like you're going around and it's all these historic looking buildings and you go inside and it's like CBS. Yeah. And you're like, what the hell? <laughs> like you just did not expect it. And that's kind of with Salem when we were downtown, right across from Hotel Salem, CBS. all these old historic buildings and there's CBS. But um, we saw this hotel and I was kind of confused. I didn't know you that were, people stayed right down there like that. Like you that were right infatuated in by it. Like I we were just getting it. like, the feel of like the lay of the land and Haley was like we have to go in and I was like okay and we walked and just stood there and looked around for a second would you walk in and it's like you're in the restaurant I didn't know what it was gonna be but it just looks so cool and it was cute and then we decided to go eat there and we just got a bunch of appetizers to share and all of a sudden the guy comes out with free churros and they were not just any churros so I've they were the best churros it was I've amazing. ever had. I'm not a dessert person. Same. But those I would eat again. They were like filled with, some were filled with chocolate and some were filled with like apple filling. And then it was like a caramel cinnamon dip to like dip them in. I'm no baker. I don't know, but it was good. So good. I, are we just like approachable or something? Apparently, I never knew we gave off that vibe, but. I felt, Yeah. A lot of people were just thinking maybe we were happy and nice. Yeah, people wanted to be friends. We were thriving, though. Like, yeah, spontaneous trip and just very good. Good vibes good, all around. Because we had no expectations. We just wanted to have fun, and that it was. And we did. <laughs> we did. <laughs> but speaking of traveling, we were just talking about Bali. Yeah. I don't even remember how this got brought up, but I was like, you know what? Oh, because we were talking about how I randomly went to Australia yeah um like a couple years ago and it was like such a random thing it was something I knew I always wanted to do but I had no idea what to expect and it ended up being one of the greatest trips I've ever been on the oh, flight sure. the flight is so long though I think it's like 20 something it was oh really yeah it was like 20 something hours just non-stop no so I think we stopped I want to say we stopped in Hawaii Okay, that makes sense. And then went straight there. Yeah. It's a long flight. So I think that's actually how it got brought up because Bali is also a really, really long flight. Mm -hmm. And I don't even remember why we were saying this, but I go, yeah, but you got to be careful because a lot of people get 
traveler <laughs> diarrhea when you go like it's a known thing yeah. you're supposed to get medication before you go because we're not used to the water and the stuff and the food and like we've gone to Mexico and it's never really been that bad but apparently it's like just very common like you're almost bound to get it if you go to Bali so we were talking about that and a TikTok came up on my for you page today and it was a guy and he starts the video by saying yeah if you're planning to travel to Bali do not get a room with your significant other if you're not married and I literally thought it was going to be a joke like because you're going to be shitting the whole time and you don't want them to leave you after that and so I thought it was going to be a joke but it wasn't it was serious he was saying that it has become a law in Bali that if you travel or live there it is illegal to sleep with somebody without being married so even it applies to tourists now so if you book a room and you plan to share a room you can get up to one year in prison there that's awful i'm so concerned of why this is why would it apply to the tourists? Because I feel like a, the tourist industry is a very huge part of their economy. Right. And it's been so popular to travel there in the last few years, I feel like. And I feel like this is going to crush them. That's what I was. I saw the same TikTok. I was reading through the comments and that's what everyone was saying. They were like, I don't understand. I feel like this is going to not do well with the tourism industry in Bali. Yeah, I mean... What would you do? Like if we wanted to go travel there, we're obviously not going to, you know, but pay for individual rooms or what? How do yeah. they know? I mean, this is getting into it, but like, what if we booked a room? I was thinking the same thing. Together, like, like, we're not married. Yeah. But like, is, what's how the, do they, yeah. what's the criteria there? How do they prove that you did something illegal? You know right. what I mean? I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see what happens after that. Yeah. We'll have to stay tuned. Well, also, and not plan any trips anytime soon. Yeah, Let's bummer. See what happens. Um, that kind of takes over those plans. Um, and then also this past week, so we were really concerned in the last episode that our Spotify Wrapped was not coming to us. And I'm sitting there going, saying, "Oh yeah, I thought it was because I wasn't working out and everything." Mm-hmm. Well, I got my Spotify Wrapped <laughs> literally <laughs> like a day later. It was like the day after we filmed the episode and I was like damn but we could talk about it in this one so it's fine um and you know I feel like I always get the question anyways like do I listen to my dad's music which if if you follow me on TikTok I posted my Spotify wrapped from last year because he was the number one like artist on my thing and of course this year same thing (laughs) so which again I said I it's a lot of the music that I listen to when I work out. So kind of makes sense. A lot of good workout songs. <laughs> so um, this was my, we're going to share our like top artists and top songs. So, oh wait, but first I thought this was interesting too. What was it? I listened to over 59 genres of music. That's impressive, but not surprising because you, and this is in your rap, I think as well, that you're, an early adapter yeah that's my my person my listening personality is an early adopter which goes back to our lala stuff because we always yes. talked about i love finding new artists so I'm so it, good at it it adds up um but yeah 59 genres i'm like there's 59 genres of music i didn't even know Same. that apparently but my top songs were 
Breakfast by Dove Cameron, I Love You by The Chainsmokers, Numb by Marshmallow and Khalid. Am I saying that correctly? I think so. Two Step by Ed Sheeran and Lil Baby, and 10 Things I Hate About You by Leah Kate. We have some overlap. We do? Yeah. I'm not surprised. (laughs) Me neither. So my number one song was Big Energy by, I'm going to say the name wrong. Lotto. Lotto. Thank you. Then Oh My God by Adele, Two Step by Ed Sheeran and Little Baby. And then Breakfast by Dove Cameron and Vegas by Doja Cat. Okay, so two out of five. I know. It's impressive. (laughs) And then my top artist was Dad. Drake, Nicki Minaj, Post Malone, and Big Sean. Dang. Dang. Which, again, that's my whole workout. Yeah, like, yeah, that, that adds <laughs> so, up. Like, I feel like yours is not surprising at all for you. My top artist is n- not at all surprising for me. We got Taylor Swift, <laughs> Justin Bieber, Olivia Rodrigo, Ariana Grande, and Halsey. Why could ours just, if you just looked at our top five artists, just not be any more different? Yeah. (laughs) I feel like if you just like had the top artists side by side, people would be able to guess like which were your top five and which were my top five. Between the two of us. Yeah. Between the two of us. Easy. But also in general, I feel like if you looked at those two, you'd be like, these girls aren't friends. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But. Yeah, that too. It's, it's balance. We balance, balance each other out. That we do. (laughs) Anyways, so that was this week. And then, you know, I've been working on the giveaway gifts. And we're doing the 25 gift advent calendar for the one gift. And so I've been just buying all these gifts for this advent thing. And it has led me to, and I love that I get to blame this, but (laughs) I have not started Christmas shopping and I am starting to full-blown panic. No, it's I did not realize until we got back from Boston how soon Christmas is. I didn't even think about my birth, like planning anything for my birthday or doing anything. And that's the least of my concern right now. But I know like other friends have been asking me like, oh, are you doing something? What are we doing? And need to plan around it. And I'm like, I have nothing. I don't have a single idea about that. I'm more worried about Christmas shopping for other people right now because usually by now I feel like I'm so prepared. Like I love giving gifts. Yeah, you are usually on top of it when it comes to gift giving. But I'm so obsessed with our advent calendar gifts. They're so good. That I don't even, I can't even think like I just want to get a bunch of that stuff and give it to people in my life. I think you should. I mean. It'd be really easy. It'd be really easy and everyone would love it. I've never gotten an advent calendar. We were talking about this. That's, I love advent calendars. I've done a lot in my time. I swear last year I had like a bath bomb one, a sock advent calendar. This year I have the chocolate, the classic advent calendar brian's mom gets them for all of us and then i have a bath and body works advent calendar it's 12 uh, days well, i'm sorry whoa, whoa, whoa how many do you have this year two okay those were ones i've done for, before i started being like whoa, whoa <laughs> a lot a problem. yes um yeah no i've never done one and i don't know if i ever will after the one that i 
just put together. I don't think anything could top it. Because I literally want one myself. I was so mad after the fact, too. Some of these gifts, you guys, maybe we'll do after we get them sent out. Because even though we're halfway, almost halfway through December, we didn't get it sent out because I was waiting on everything to come in. But maybe after it gets sent and delivered to everybody, Mm -hmm. we'll do like an unboxing of what was in it yes just to share because i just am so obsessed and they're good honestly it's good ideas for just to give to gifts i think so too i absolutely think so and i feel like with this advent calendar it's like typical advent calendars only have like one big thing in them like or like one or two like main items and i feel like everything in this advent calendar could be the main item i would want every single item in this thing and I'm really sorry if you didn't see the Instagram post right now. You're not. It's not clo- it's gonna be closed. Anymore. It's gonna be closed. But like I said, I'll sh- we can at least share the ideas for like gift ideas on the Instagram page or something. But yeah, that's it for this week, and we're gonna get into the shady stories. Let's do it. Do you want to start it off? Yes. Okay, shady story number one. The shadiest thing I've ever done has led me to be happier than I've ever been. I'd been dating my boyfriend, now ex, for almost six years. We even bought a house together. Shortly after buying our house, he started talking about a female co-worker all the time. I started feeling insecure, and a few months later, I ended up going through his phone to find out he was sneaking around with her behind my back, cheating on me. Playa playa. For some reason, I agreed to try to work things out with him because of our history together, but I really couldn't forgive him. I started staying out late after work, spending time with my best friend, who was also a co-worker of mine. I was actually his boss at the time. Juicy. I would lie to my ex about where I was, and eventually this other man and I started to develop real hard feelings for each other and started sleeping together. I finally got my act together and left my ex for my best friend. Now we have a beautiful six-month-old baby together and are incredibly happy. I'm pretty sure there's going to be a ring in my near future. I think this one was a fair trade. I mean, I would say so. I think it's funny how she said, I think a ring is in my near future. Just reminded me of my tarot card reading. (laughs) Hopefully she's a little more excited than you were. (laughs) Not phased, but yeah. Interesting. Interesting. No smile. Um, I I think this is all justified. It's kind of wild that she was his boss, though. I know. How does that work? I know people do it, but I feel like it'd be such a weird dynamic for a relationship. A very weird dynamic. And I feel like you have to, in a lot of companies, you have to, like, report that to the company that you're dating. Also, yeah. I've seen a lot on TikTok about people, specifically women, hating other women that call themselves the, the work, work wife. wife. Yes. I've seen those too. I feel like it's just inappropriate. Why do you want to get involved in somebody else's thing? I just, I could never see myself saying I was somebody's work wife. Cause it's just out of line. It's, it's like crossing cringy. a lot of band. Yeah. It's like, I feel like it's like a pick me girl energy. Yeah. I feel like it's something you would do when you were in like middle school or elementary school. Yeah. I don't know, like not as an adult. Oh, I'm the art what I'm like your art class wife. Like, yeah. You know I mean? like, something weird. Like not as a full grown adult. When like people are actually married and in and real have relationships. Real wives and families. 
It's no. weird. It's weird. Mm-mm. Um. So yeah, but I mean, I feel like on a scale of one to ten, I was gonna say seven. Why? I just feel like it wasn't. <laughs> I'm offended. I feel like it wasn't. It wasn't no, I feel too like juicy. Yeah, I know. I feel like it's even less because you know what? Like it worked out in the end. True. It was like an eye for an eye, and you know what? Unfortunately for you, for him, yours just had a happy ending. That's true. You've persuaded me. I'm saying six out of ten. Six out of ten it is. <laughs> Shady story number two. This is disgusting, but here we go. I was dating someone and we had been together for about a year. One day I noticed he was acting weird and began locking his cell phone, going out of the room to talk, and he suddenly went to work on his normal days off. So one of these days I was leaving with a friend and waited for him to leave. I followed him and found out that he was cheating on me because of course he was. So instead of saying anything to him, I just stewed and thought of a way to get even. I decided I was already going to move out, but then inspiration hit me. I had just started my period and his favorite food was lasagna. So when I made the meat sauce, I used some of my period blood from my diva cup and added it into the sauce. I left it in the refrigerator for him to cook while I was at work. I moved out within a week. I left him a note and I told him I hope he liked the lasagna. Never told him or anybody what I did. Brittany, that is a 10 out of 10. I'm, I know. I'm vomiting. I know. It's disgusting. When I read this, I <laughs> I verbally mean? gasped when I read what, this story. What does she mean? Inspiration hit. I'm sorry, ma'am. What kind of inspiration? <laughs> I love it. I mean, that's so good. Like, I let it stew and inspiration hit. Like, nor- in, like a normal situation in that, I feel, ends with, so I... Tore up his clothes and threw him outside, or like something. That was that. No, oh, that it's nasty, literal, disgusting. <laughs> it's so bad. I'm surprised you even read this. To be honest, like I can't imagine you saying that these things. No, 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 no. I'm not in my normal vocabulary, <laughs> but for the sake of the shady story, yeah, this is a ten know. out of ten for me. I mean. He never knew, so I guess what he doesn't know won't hurt him. I mean, that can't be. What are the medical ramifications (laughs) of this? I don't know. I hope no one ever finds out. Um. Yeah, that's a ten out of ten for me. I agree. Okay, shady story number three. I hope this one is a little less graphic. Um. Okay. So. This is quite a few years ago now, but I was engaged to a guy I'd been with for five years. One day I got a message from his ex-girlfriend that just consisted of screenshots of my fiance and her sexting back and forth and a ton of plans for him to go over to his house, etc. I ended up packing up and moving out while he was at work. I ghosted him for a bit and his ex-girlfriend and I became super close. I knew her previously and we'd been friends on and off for years. Then I slept with both of his closest friends and sent him Snapchats of me and them together. Looking back, I probably could have skipped that part, but I was so pissed off that he wasted five years of my life, so I was low-key being super petty. Fast forward two years, he ended up getting some random girl that he had just met pregnant and started messaging me while she was giving birth. 
asking if we could hang out and talk. Obviously, I didn't go, but it doesn't end there. He ends up getting engaged to this girl, and the night before his wedding, he was yet again messaging me on Instagram asking if we could meet up for old times' sake. So he wanted to hook up 100%. I screenshotted the messages and ended up sending them to his new bride. She ended up staying with him, which she told me was because they had a family together now. Anyways, I was shady, and he still is shady. So there's no medical ramifications in this one, but I still find it disgusting. Yeah, in a different, less graphic way. I think this is more disgusting. I'm just so confused because, to be honest, I feel like I've... I have heard that this is a thing that people will reach out to exes that are either getting married. I've heard of that. Or if they're getting married, reach out to exes. And I just don't understand. Obviously, there's something toxic in here. Yeah. Like, there's something toxic in there. Like I know. Well, and I feel like growing up, that was like the kind of thing you would see in movies. And I always thought was just, you know, for added really. drama in yeah. movies. And as I've gotten older and heard stories of this happening in real life, what goes on? But to be honest, what's even worse, the wedding thing or her giving birth to his literal child and he's texting somebody else? Mm. What a scumbag. It is. It's gross. I do not approve of this message. Mm-mm. I I'm, I mean, I'm happy that <laughs> although... This is definitely, I mean, to me, this is a 10 out of 10 because not only was he so shady that that's just, I don't think it gets worse than trying to hook up with someone while the person you got pregnant is giving birth. Mm -mm. That doesn't get worse. But also the best part is her being petty and sending snaps, getting with his closest friends. And he still wanted to get with her after that. Well, he had already gotten someone pregnant. Yeah. (laughs) I guess guess. he couldn't really be mad, but I just love that she... She was able to get with his closest, like, like to her. <laughs> honestly, because you know what? He lost a good girl, obviously, and then he probably lost his closest friends. That too. I I don't think that they were standing up in the wedding, or they're all just toxic. <laughs> Could be <laughs> because yeah. Who's to say? That was definitely a ten out of ten. I agree. And that that's it for this week. That concludes our 20th episode. I feel like it's so weird to say the 20th episode. But that concludes the 20th episode. We will see you guys in the next one. Bye, everyone. Bye.